Alexander Lancaster here at Two Wolf Studio in Artist Den, and I am here with Truth. Now, Truth, that name has a meaning. Tell us a little bit about that name real quick. Yeah, Truth is an acronym, man, for uh, True Rhymes Uniquely Teaching Honesty. Nice. Explain what kind of music you do. For the people that have not ever heard of you, this is Meet the Artist, and, you know, okay. like, that's what I like to do is, like, this is the first time I've been able to talk to you as well. But you have played shows here in Topeka before. I've seen that, and, yeah. uh, you know, just give us a little bit of uh, explanation of what you do, what kind of music you make, what, you, what you're about, man. Word, man. Well, first of all, uh, you know, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I'm a hip hop artist. I do like I consider myself a vocalist, uh, but I do a majority of hip hop vocals. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I do many different styles of hip hop music. And so uh, I'm not really necessarily in any particular subgenre of hip hop or rap music. I kind of started off doing a uh, kind of like I was inspired by like golden era backpack hip hop, always inspired by lyricism. But uh, I kind of just do every style that I admire, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, talk a little bit about your style of music and what you do because I'm listening to it. I see this positive message, and just like your acronym, like it, it follows through. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, well, basically, um. <clears throat> So uh, I guess like I do like reality rap. Right. Um, and I grew up kind of doing everything that the cliche rap music kind of talks about. But I didn't uh, I didn't ever want to put that in the music unless it was for like strictly testimonial purposes. So I don't like to glorify um, a lot of the lifestyles that they glorify in rap music these days. You know what I'm saying? Selling drugs and and all these other things that uh, can kind of have like a negative effect on people. Uh and so, yeah, like I just try to do music that's um, like motivational and inspiring, uh, but I also feel like those are two very like fleeting emotions that people uh, encounter. Right. So like people like motivational speakers. I have songs where I've like sampled motivational speakers like Les Brown and uh, all that is great. Right. Uh, to kind of like light a fire. But yeah. if you want to keep a fire burning, I feel like um, I try to push a message of more uh, resilience and determination, you know, uh, just because people deal with adversity. You know, I, I like to try to encourage people to go after uh, like their goals, even if they're not like musicians. Uh, people have goals in the world, you know, sometimes yeah, uh, they're pursuing like education and stuff like that and you know uh, yeah man, that's to... what that's what meet the artist is all about we talk have a lot of conversations about like kind of trying to make sure you influence other people along the way you know and that's one thing that again like i'm gonna i was drawn to like wow okay like this guy's got this great message of sharing you know his knowledge right. and helping others extending that ladder you know right yeah and so like what's 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 the what's the message to the youth what what's your message man I also do a lot of uh advocation for like mental health awareness and stuff so uh basically the message is kind of like um I would say that we're living in like very interesting times, right? And so I've always preached a message of like going for your dreams, right? That uh, my message to people is that your dreams can come true, but like I'm a very realistic person. So I always reinforce that statement with the fact that it takes hard work, right? And dedication. So, um, you know, 
sometimes it's about trial and error uh, to pursue your dreams. Like some people uh, do have to absolutely go and get, edu- you know, go through the educational system if you're trying to pursue degrees in particular fields in order to accomplish goals uh, in music that's not necessarily the case. And so I've done some things that uh, people might consider like risk-taking approach. You know, I was, uh, I had the opportunity to be on Vans Warp Tour for a couple of years. And basically how I got that opportunity was um, I was managing a, a band that won a contest and I had heard that you could kind of uh, volunteer and get on the tour and just, you know, get involved in that way. And so I found a vendor uh, that wanted uh, me to buy a product and they ended up, you know, asking if I wanted to like sell product for them that day and uh, invited me on the rest of the tour to, you know, sell product for them. And that, you know, opened up doors for me and stuff like that. And I was kind of having to like hitchhike a little bit to get to each day, like uh, driving for different vendors and just like kind of trying to find my way around it. So I tell people that sometimes, um, I, I encourage you to not necessarily just wait for opportunities to arise, like make opportunities for yourself. Yeah, man. And you just brought up hitchhiking. Uh, so obviously like you had to kind of like do it on your own. And then you talk about, uh, taking risk, you know, right. Where, where you come from in life, man, what, what kind of, you know, like, what was your youth as a background? What was that? What was that like, man? Uh, so like I was saying, I kind of, um, I kind of had like the cliche rapper upbringing as far as, um, my mom worked a lot. Right. And so I, you know, befriended folks in my neighborhood and, you know, we were out running the streets and, um, some of, some of my closest friends were kind of, uh, notorious as far as they were like a big deal in the neighborhood, um, criminal activity, you know what I'm saying? Just like being involved in any of the things that you might hear the average rap music talk about. Um, And like, that's what had caused me to, as I got older and older and became um, more aware of like how influence was a big deal in the rap game and how I could influence people. Uh, Basically, I just... um, I didn't really have a plan B, right? And so I dropped out of high school. I wanted to go to college. My mom kind of was trying to force me to stay in high school. And so I was like in a limbo for a while, but I always knew I wanted to do music. And so that was like the only thing that mattered to me. And all I knew was basically selling drugs, right? And so um, I ended up kind of getting to the point So where'd you grow up, bro? I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, okay. Um, most people are familiar with Albuquerque um, through the show Breaking Bad, right? And they always ask me if it's like that. It's it's kind of a lot worse than how it's depicted in the show. Uh, and it's gotten worse and worse, which is like, I also feel I also feel like um, they just don't really have a lot of things to aspire to be out here, right? And so sometimes um, I'm just doing my best to try to like create avenues so where I could give back to the community and provide, you know, some sort of outlet for kids to get involved in something creative or educational or just, you know, uh, influence them in some sort of positive way so that they don't really necessarily like look up to um, their surroundings so much. Right. Um, 
So uh, I, I was homeless for a long time. That's kind of how I like adopted like the the mentality to like live out the backpack and hitchhike. And I figured that if I was going to be homeless, I might as well travel. Right. You know, cause it just made more sense yeah. to, if I was going to be living on couches. So is that how, so are you living in New Mexico still, or are you in St. Louis? Uh, no, no, no. I was spending a lot of time in St. Louis last year. Um, a lot of, you know what? It's so funny too, is cause, um, cause that, that's the only reason why so I ask much. is, uh, you know, just visiting your uh, Facebook page and stuff. Right. Um, actually I it's, I'm in New Mexico right now. Um, the pandemic has caused me to probably have more stability than I ever had in life just because, um, you know, the whole world had shut down for a while. Yeah. And so I just felt like coming back to New Mexico was uh was the best thing to do because I wanted to be around family and stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So give it give us a little bit more about what you what you're doing. You got a new music coming out. I mean, I seen a video, you reached out to me, and I appreciate that, brother. I really do. That was really cool. And uh listened to your music and then caught a few more and went to your Facebook page, which is your Facebook page is uh the artist page is Facebook backslash T R U R Y M E S. So true rhymes. Um true rhymes, yeah. if you were to if you were to search it, it would just be the acronym uh truth, truth. with periods in between the letters. Yeah. Um yeah, so like um the identification, like the identification you know, the indicator would be uh, the profile picture is um, a Victorian key with a puzzle piece handle. Uh, that's my logo. And so, yeah, um, I appreciate you listening to the song. Like I said, yeah, I a lot of them, time. actually. I mean, I went back and you have one that's on your Facebook page that's pinned. It's called Monster. I was checking that out. That was cool, too. You got a right. lot of stuff. You've been doing it for a while. How long have you been doing this, man? I've been doing music for about 17 years. I became a recording artist when I was 16. I had been rapping for a couple of years previous to that. Um, I got my start with a, a local band here in New Mexico that my uncle used to be in called Cultura Fuerte that would mix a lot of like Latin, uh, a Latin music fused with hip hop. So nice. like merengue and salsa and different things like yeah, that, yeah. you know, they had a, some mariachis in, in the group when they first started. And uh, so I've always loved playing with live musicians. Uh, anytime that I can, I, I play with live bands. That's actually kind of how we met is I'll uh, go to like open mics and open jams and kind of just uh, vibe with musicians there and see like, you know, if they have a house band playing, I'll just see if they can kind of come up with something uh, on the spot and I'll kind of do adaptations of my songs to whatever they're playing and that caused me to meet uh the captain if uh -huh. <laughs> you know i don't know if we're allowed to cuss or whatever but yeah captain uh captain thunderfuck yeah yeah um, yeah you could you could cuss it's all right that's cool man um man why am i not his actual name is slipping my mind but yeah that's how we ended up meeting is so just you, uh, you yeah, had a you had a background in music growing up then like you had some influences growing up then Right. What you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my family is full of musicians. They usually uh, were in kind of um, just like bands that would play. They have kind of like their own style of uh, 
of Spanish music out here in New Mexico. And that's what a lot of my like older generation of family were playing. Um, and then, you know, just musicians uh, are in my family, even um, like my uncles, I have like tons of aunts. Right. And so it was like, yeah. I have one actual blood uncle and then the rest of my uncles married into the family, but there's some musicians that married into the family as well. And uh, just all kinds of different musical backgrounds from punk rock to metal to uh, that's kind of how I got weathered in hip hop is I used to like rock music when I was a kid, when I told them that I got into rap music, they were like, we got to make sure to introduce <laughs> you to the right types of rap music in their perspective. Right. Cause they didn't want so that was, that was like to... Will Smith or something. No, <laughs> no, actually, you know what? That's funny though. Uh, is I actually, I really liked Will Smith when I was a kid before I had like real, same, uh, eclectic musical taste like i was getting jiggy with it sure. <laughs> <laughs> right on man so let's talk a little bit more about i, I want to continue that conversation about your your background and your family and the music and and a lot of different music was going on in your family everybody had like different genres or something yeah everybody was into different things right like i had uh one of my aunts was really into like hip-hop kind of like the uh, a tribe called quest type of stuff yeah, you know that, yeah. along with like pop music right so like really into madonna um my uh my dad was really into music and very eclectic in his own right um you know a lot of like uh rock and roll music you know what i'm saying yeah. um boston and uh kansas and you know yeah. just bands like that led zeppelin and anything and plus along with a very like r&b right i could definitely say that i definitely um got my r&b bug from my dad he uh used to bump like Aaliyah and and uh you know and vogue and stuff like that so yeah. that's where a lot of you know those tastes and music came from Awesome. So how does that reflect in the music that you are making? Because I think I see a little bit of influence of like kind of loving that rock or loving that hard point or, or just kind of doing a little bit of hip hop and doing a little bit of R&B kind of sounds too. I see it go all different directions. So how do, is that an influence? Yeah, yeah, definitely influenced by everything. Um, even to the point that like, you know, my sister was really into like indie rock and stuff like that, right? And so, uh, you know, I, I, I try to like make a little um, goulash with all of those music flavors yeah. That, yeah. that I was, you know, that I still love and was raised on. Um, and so yeah. I'm, I'm always questing to try to like pay homage to the styles of music that I like and try to yeah. find a sound that's unique, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I call it a gumbo because I'm from the South. I'm from Louisiana, okay. that Mississippi right. area. And yeah, yeah, I call it a gumbo. Our gallery is quite like that, too. You'll you'll find some different kind of art and you'll find some art that's a, you know, uh, you maybe you'd see in normal gallery or regular galleries. I don't want to say normal, but yeah, regular galleries. And right. then, you know, like, yeah, you find some very strange stuff, too, that you may not see in any gallery in Kansas. It's like, we're personally right, up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. So you you do that, too, then. Huh? You just take these genres, genres and you kind of, like, see where you could take them. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm like, I've always been striving to try to create a sound that nobody's heard before, um, which has also been a little bit of struggle in the journey because... 
uh, you know, to like to truly be unique is to be truly misunderstood. Right. right. And so um, luckily for me, I, I do have like a core fan base that um, has a very eclectic music taste because sometimes I'll attract somebody with uh, a certain song right the song that i usually send out to folks i don't know if you heard that one is it about uh suicide right and that one kind of has like a like metal tones and screams and stuff in there and so um not everybody technically likes every song that i'm putting out the core fans seem to uh, support everything even this one i was a little afraid i'm always very nervous to put out my next release because they always sound different from the last I hope so yeah i hope so i hope you're always nervous man that means you care about it Absolutely. right and um it's just uh it it's fun man you know i i i get to touch like you know i said i grew up listening to like certain versions of hip-hop and and then I strayed away from even trying to make those for a while because I, I was wanting to develop my own sound. Right. And so I've just recently been able to go back to some of those tones. I have a song called Unexpected that's like real soulful, um, kind of like golden era hip hop sounding ish, you know, with the woman singing on the chorus. Um, kind of might remind you of like Talib Kweli or something like that in, in that area or common and uh you know i i love the midwest too just because um they're always doing something real creative in the midwest and i i loved being out there with you guys because there are so many like great musicians you know and so i'm always definitely trying to push the envelope oh yeah man uh you know your messages in your songs are there and and you have a message in your art as well and your name is truth so with truth there has to be a message what's your what's your message brother my message is basically when it comes down to it is to is to love yourself and love others you know um well like we we, uh we we deal with a lot of destruction in the world and um you know sometimes you have to let it out i also I, i feel like my message is to experience life you know, I always tell people, especially because I have like an open door policy with my fans. And when you advocate for mental health awareness, some folks are dealing with like um, severe cases of mental health um, things versus other cases. Right. And so some folks, some they just want to be heard sometimes. And it can be um, a process sometimes trying to, you know, be encouraging to somebody who's having a bad day. I just try to re- remind people yeah. that uh, there's a whole spectrum of things that you experience in life uh, as far as emotional and um, you have to take the bad with the good. Cause you can't, you can't wake up. Life would be boring if it was one way all the time. Right. And so, so it throws curveballs at you. And I just try to like, you know, show people that like if you embrace even things you don't necessarily you weren't necessarily like feeling like you were calling into your life um obstacles can teach you things and they can be um great parts of life to experience versus if you were to just wake up and have everything go your way every day you know it's so true man how did how did you get involved in this um how did i get involved in like the mental health stuff 
Yeah. You, you're speaking a lot about mental health and suicide. How, how what's right. your involvement? What, what brought you close to paying attention? I mean, I hope that maybe your music will do the same thing for others and, and, right. and bring that message and inspire them to listen to others and like try to figure out ways to, you know, be there and help and, you know, always have somebody to talk to, but what, what got you involved in this? Uh, well, basically, um, there was like a couple of things I, I could say is I, uh, I had a very dear friend of, of mine commit suicide when I was uh, probably 18 or 19. And uh, that's one of the, the stories that I tell in the song, How Could You? Uh, the first verse is about that person. Uh, the second verse is about another friend of mine I was doing music with for many years who um, who would always talk about um, like a, a self-induced overdose. And so I can't necessarily say whether they, they passed away because they did it on purpose or if it was an accident, but um, they would, they wrote lyrics in songs about, you know, self-inducing an overdose. And so the songs about those two folks. And um, I, I kind of was just, you know, I, I was like traveling one time and kind of just got like a what you might consider like a vision right like message given to me by like my higher power um telling me that like music um my music journey wasn't like for like fame or wealth or anything like that and like it was for more um of a like a community-based type of situation and I had also experienced some things in my life. I'm very spiritual. I've dealt with a lot of spiritual warfare that some folks don't necessarily understand when I was uh, younger. And I tried to confide, uh, you know, confide in a family member uh, like my sister and, uh, you know, my aunt both um, came up with this. Um, uh this idea to kind of like put me in a, you know, they, they were trying to have me like psychologically evaluate, uh, uh -huh. you know, you know, they were trying to have me like evaluated and they, they tried to go about it in like, um, like a surprise situation. Right. So like I have my first EP is called therapy session. And in the beginning skit for that EP, it kind of like reenacts the situation. Police officers show up at my mother's house and, uh, they, you know, ask if they can speak to me and, um, so I it, was, it was like an intervention, except for it was just the cop showed up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it was, you know, uh, the situation gets explained pretty thoroughly in the skits. If, uh, if folks, you know, want to go. Where do we find that? that? Tell them where to find that for me. Uh, therapy session you can find on basically any streaming platform under, uh, you know, truth, all caps, the acronym or. Um, is it True on YouTube? Teaching honesty. Uh, you can uh, YouTube. It's not on my YouTube channel, but it is on YouTube. If you were to look up Truth uh, Therapy okay. Session, the EP will come up. Yeah, and so yeah, basically those those situations caused me. And then you know I went through a lot of things in my life where I felt like I was battling demons and stuff like that. I used to be like heavy into partying and and heavy drug use and stuff like that. And since calmed down on those ends but it it was basically like me trying to figure out i never wanted to talk to uh therapists right and that's why the the 
album's called Therapy Session because I felt like, you know, music is my form of therapy. I have a song nice, called My yeah. Kind of Therapy. And we push a hashtag, uh, MKOT. That's what it stands for is My Kind of Therapy. We're just basically, I know that some folks don't like uh, the forms of therapy that they're given, right? You know, people say go talk to psychiatrists. Some people don't want to do that. Uh, but I feel like some people um have healthy outlets right i'm an artist myself i do visual art as well uh like acrylic on canvas and that's like um a therapeutic thing that i kind of you know go towards other than music and i know that people um have tons of different things that they're into um as far as like uh you know some folks like to be athletic and that's how they get their aggressions out and stuff like that or um they like to practice martial arts you know what i'm saying like what we do is we try to push the most healthy versions of uh what some people might consider a taboo form of therapy right so folks who self-harm i would encourage them instead of self-harming i understand that pain can be a release for folks i um i quite enjoy when i'm in certain moods the pain that comes from tattooing and that's you know another form of therapy for me is like Mm -hmm. to receive tattoos um, and I know that people um, like to do body modification and scarification. Hell, sun tanning uh, is a body modification, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Burn yourself in the sun. <laughs> right. Yeah, I dig that. That's not a. That's, that's not my. That's not my thing. I'll be trying to hide from the sun. My mom's that person. My mom likes to be in the sun and tan, and I'm like, oh my god, get me an umbrella out here. But <laughs> but yeah, I get it, man. I get that. Oh yeah, so, yeah those, go ahead brother go ahead oh no i was just saying like those are the those are the things that we kind of try to advocate for i'm trying to develop programs um just to you know because yeah. i was homeless i'm trying to you know a lot of what our homeless population is um made up of is folks that are dealing with mental health issues right yeah. and so we're trying to create programs to help people with housing and um you know right on man That's jobs awesome. and stuff like that you know Dude, that's awesome. And and the only reason why I bring up, you know, sun tanning and doing these other kind of things is because, yes, there is a different, you know, the world is really actually like that. Um, you may think, oh, my God, if I only had this or if I had that, then I wouldn't have this kind of pain. But there is going to be certain pains. I don't care where you're at. There's going to be right. certain pains. And the pains that we want to choose is the pains that uh, we should have in a way, you know, instead of feeling like pains are being inflicted on us, you know, so you got a lot of truth, man, when you're talking about your, about that stuff, man. Yes. Yeah. Have a tattoo and like, oh yeah, stay away from pain. No, find your pain. It's like drama. People are like, I don't really like drama. But, you know, we always order up our own drama on like Netflix or Prime Video or right. something like. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, grab it. And I will tell you this much. You want to experience some stuff and and listen to some lyrics that will take you on a story. Go look up Truth, man. Truth is pretty badass. And I'm, I'm just going to say thank you so much for, for for contacting me. And, you know, I really enjoy that. I look back and I was like, I seen you was here on the 15th of last year with that soldier stuff because COVID was happening and and you're still touring. So good for you, man. Good for you for staying strong, brother. Are you coming back to Topeka anytime soon? 
uh yeah we're we're set we're trying to set up a tour uh in september um that might be themed around um the song how could you um and suicide prevention month and so um definitely looking forward to uh getting back out there either to the booby trap or uh, a different venue out there potentially um i don't know if you host events but maybe we can organize an event in your art space and we do um, but we don't we don't sell liquor or we don't like you know so it's a we have an art gallery that has music and we have a stage and then we have a pa and all that stuff so right. yes we have a bar next door if people want to get to go drinks or whatever but uh, yeah that's the kind of venue that we have and actually oh, with, that with, me, theme, with that theme dude i would love for you to be here and and do that for with yeah, us, I, I would love to do. I really some, would. Uh, so when, when we get done talking, we'll make arrangements uh, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. That's awesome, Sounds man. Good. I'd love to put some artwork up in your gallery as well, man. For you sure, know, do dude. some special pieces for you guys, and you know, talk a little bit about your uh, artwork real quick. We've got a few minutes I'll, left. Yeah. Um. So basically, I started doing art. Um. Another friend of mine that just recently passed away. Uh was a huge like he was like a crazy dope artist and uh, did graffiti did other forms of artwork and um we were sitting around one day he was doing some canvas stuff and you know i just decided to pick up a brush i kind of always sketched up things and doodled you know uh and i realized that uh we could sell artwork at our merch booth and kind of have a stand out a little bit because i hadn't seen nice, too many yeah. people do that so yeah, I would I would take like pieces of cardboard and cut them up, and uh, I I do kind of um, I just recently in in honor of him I did a collection of like these skulls, um, they kind of look like hearts, uh, so like the you know it was like a traditional kind of heart with the you know the arches, and then on the bottom it went down into like a like a skull right with teeth and stuff like that yeah. um but yeah i just kind of do what it, like inspires me i've done i do a lot of like real artsy backgrounds with like tongue uh tongue and cheek like pop culture art i did a collection that was like a lot of uh superhero comic like toilet humor uh did a piece that was like uh wolverine just like his back shot and he had like slashes on his like you know on his ass cheeks where it looked like the claws came out while he was trying to wipe himself or something like that. I just <laughs> I like to have fun with it, you know. Nice, yeah. That's the kind of stuff we like to show here. So yeah, let me know about it for sure, okay. man. I appreciate it, dude. Give us like give everybody a ways to listen to your music. I know you have a few different platforms that you use. Send a few platform links. Okay. Um, actually, the easiest way, uh, I try to make it like the easiest for people. So if you do, if you type in hashtag MKOT into YouTube, um, the description for my videos will have a link tree that'll send you to all the social medias and all the streaming platforms that you can find. Right me, on. Or you can just search True Rhymes Uniquely Teaching Honesty or the acronym TRUTH. Right on, dude. It's been a pleasure having you here. And really, I'm going to have to get back and talk with you again because you got so much truth. Right on. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> Thank you for so having me. Truth, so I appreciate you, man. Um, this has been Meet time, the man. Artist. I'm here with Truth. Go check his music out, and hopefully he'll be back here in Topeka soon. Uh, again, man, thank you so much. Absolutely. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm messing up. I always ask my uh, guest, 
two songs, two favorite songs, whether it's today or just all time favorite, two favorite songs. Today, um, you know what? I've been really rocking um, that Kansas song. What is it to uh, carry on? (laughs) Carry on. Yeah, carry on's a really good one, man. Nice. Um, And then, man, just like another song, all time favorite. Let's say probably Bohemian Rhapsody, you know? Nice, brother. Thank you so much. We are running out of time. And thank you again for being here. Yeah, thank you, man. I've been with Truth. I'm Alexander Lancaster. This is Meet the Artist on KSEF DB Radio.